GeorgiaBulldogsAthens.com and the Athens Banner Herald. This is the Georgia Bulldogs podcast. Bulldogs Extra. Now, Mark Weiser and Ryan Dennis. Hey everybody, welcome in. This is Bulldogs Extra Podcast from onlineathens.com. Andy Athens Banner Herald on a Thursday morning here in downtown Athens. We're just over a week away from the G-Day game and it's spring outside. The Masters is happening and Hudson Swafford, former Bulldog, currently is atop the leaderboard, Mark. Yeah, I saw Chris Hack, the uh, Georgia golf coach, with uh, a tweet with the leaderboard with, with Hudson on, on top. And uh, I guess he's watching uh, the Masters with his uh, with his dog. Um, so uh, they're just getting going. But yeah, look, Kevin uh, Kisner has a red number as well. He's what, one under. And um, hey, I tweeted out a photo too of uh, Hudson Swafford, and they got a good shot of him in his bag. Did you see the the bulldog, you know, uh, club cover hanging out of the bag there? Yeah, I'm sure. Don't most of those guys? Uh, yeah, I think from, a lot of Georgia have yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it will be a. Uh, Great weekend to sit back uh, with a cold one and uh, oh, some snack mix, uh, some chips. Uh, There's nothing I enjoy more, I think, than than the Masters. To be honest, open a window, got the fan going. It's uh, it's a great time of year. What about hanging out with your fiance? That, that comes second. That comes second. Yeah, but the Masters definitely number one. <laughs> Let's hope she's not listening to this. Um, hey, I, I watched uh, this morning when they had uh, the ceremonial first uh, tea, whatever yeah, you call that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. did, did you see that? You had you had uh, the normal Jack Nicholas and Gary, uh, Player. Gary Player along with Lee this Elder. year Lee Elder. Mm-hmm. Now, Gary Player at 85 looks like he's probably about, I don't know, 60. Yeah, uh, he looks good. He's really? got a lot of energy. Jack Jack's starting to slow down yeah. a little bit more, but, you know, he's... He, he hit it down the middle, though, didn't he? Uh, he hit from, it down the middle. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the distance was, but uh, eh, prob- probably better than me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, have you noticed, you know how they have their names up on those uh, sticks they carry around? I don't know the technical terms, but they have a number beside every player, right? So when they do the ceremonial start, their age is their number. I noticed that last year. How old's Jack? Uh, 86, right? Or, or no, he's 80, 80, 81. Is he? I think Gary is 80, he's 86 he's, or something. Yeah, maybe I thought he was 85. Um, yeah, Kirby and the uh, Georgia uh, football program put out a uh, well-timed tweet at um, right at 8 o'clock when uh, Hudson was teeing off, just kind of uh, celebrating the six Georgia golfers in the uh, – tournament and uh we'll see how many make the cut how many uh will be in contention on sunday hey you know i saw a uh, uga golf tweet yesterday or maybe it's an instagram post that georgia has the most golfers of any school in the in the masters this year i i mean I, I, that's not surprising i, I guess with yeah six, I, I didn't research it but i would assume that i mean six out of a field of what, how many is in the field is it 85 ish yeah something? usually 80 to 90 yeah i mean that's a pretty huge contingent and and the interesting thing is it's always a rotating group. I mean, this year I think Brian Harmon got back in. Uh, you know, you, Hudson Swafford. You, you, I, I think. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think Russell Henley is in this year. He is not. Yeah. So you have guys. You know, you probably have ten guys that could probably, mm-hmm. you know, uh, be uh, you know 
kind of fighting for that spot year after year. Yeah, I think um, Harris English, you know, has played really well the past year and a half, so he was uh, in good position. Harmon had to rally the last three tournaments, I think, to get in the top 50 of the world rankings, and that's how he got an invite. So, All right, well, that's it for Georgia Golf today. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week to talk about the best local golf course. <laughs> well, we'll have, uh, hopefully, a Georgia Bulldog Masters winner to talk about next week. Oh, you're going to line them up and get them on the show? Yeah, all right, well, let's do it. What if it's Patrick Reed? Does that count? <laughs> oh, man. You just made a lot of people mad. He does have a green jacket. He, that he does. Augusta State alum. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, let's let's uh, let's transition from golf and the Masters to how about some spring football? Uh, I hear that is happening, yes. Georgia, as you mentioned, is a, a week and two days away now from the G-Day game. Uh, they will be on the practice field today, Thursday. We're recording this uh, on Thursday morning. And... Um, then uh, you got you got second scrimmage Saturday, and then you know three more practices next week uh, with the fifteenth spring practice on G Day. So we'll, we'll hit up kind of a you know preview in that next week. Mm -hmm. uh, we did get a chance to speak to JT Daniels on Tuesday night, uh, and um, good good to, to talk to the uh, main man at, at the quarterback position. And um, his message basically, I asked him a question about you know coming back and um, you know wanting to win a national championship. Um, you know, he's, he's a clear leader. He said he's, he's not really a hype guy, but, but he's learning more to be, you know, out front and, and urging teammates on and, uh, you know, kind of embracing that role. And he said, yeah, we lost George Pickens, but, you know, we're, we're not you know, lowering our sights. Uh, national championship is what they're, you know, aiming for, which is, you know, obvious every year for this program where it is now under Kirby Smart. But uh, you don't always hear guys talking about that. Sometimes they're saying, you know, we're just looking forward to the next practice. Hmm. Yeah, well, I think that's been the hype uh, since uh, you know the end of last year. Of course, losing George Pickens lessens that just a little bit. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think you expect him to come in there and say that they're not going to shoot for a, you know, a championship. And uh, with what he did in the last year, I mean, I think he's got Georgia Nation salivating there over uh, what could be this upcoming year. So, uh, yeah, it was good to hear from him the other day, definitely. So without picking some of the names you're hearing, um, you know, through the scrimmage and, and in the practices, uh, it was good to hear Demetrius Robertson, uh, you know, having a sound like a good game or a good scrimmage uh, on, on Saturday. Uh, you're hearing about Adonai Mitchell, uh, freshman out of Tennessee. I think Terrence Edwards tweeted out that, uh, you know, he went to a practice last week. Uh, I think one of these guys. Uh, Robert Edwards was there as well, and, and Kirby and, and Muschamp, and Edwards said something about, well, I'm always being asked, you know, who's the guy that's, you know, kind of uh, has the buzz, and, and he mentioned him. And then um, when when JT Daniels was speaking about guys that are stepping up, he, I think he brought him up uh, unprompted, Mitch, or maybe he was prompted, I don't remember. But um, so, uh, you know, another guy that we'll be watching uh, on G-Day. Right, and of course, uh, you know more injuries. I guess you don't want to you don't want to talk about at that position. Uh, of course, we got into Burton last week and how kind of got lucky that it wasn't a little bit uh, more severe than it was. But um, Arian uh, uh, Smith hurt his uh, wrist the other day in, in a in a scrimmage last Saturday. Yeah, I mean Kirby was uh, downplaying it, saying you know don't make a big deal about it. Basically, uh, he wasn't happy with. Uh, you know, reports. Um, that There's came, always a leak in that, that came out last week about Bird. Well, I don't know if it was as much of a leak as he was. You know, people. You know, I guess naturally thinking that. Well, we've already they've already lost Pickens, and oh no, now we you get Burton. 
you know, um, I mean, I don't know if you're going to see Burton. Um, I would presume you don't. Um, you For know, the rest of spring. On, yeah. on G-Day and even, mm-hmm. even um, you know, we'll see what happens with Arian Smith. I mean, <clears throat> if, if a guy's uh, got a wrist injury or something, I mean, why chance it? I mean, mm-hmm. um, you, you don't want to rush a guy back too soon. So we'll, we'll see what, you know, how that plays out. Well, in all that, does that afford, you know, an opportunity for some of these other guys, uh, Robinson, or, uh, you know, the, some of those guys like that, that um, can get more reps than they might in, in other situations? And maybe that can, you know, boost from the bottom up uh, an even better core of receivers there. I mean, these guys are getting plenty of reps anyway, um, you know. I guess I mean in more like scrimmage or a G-Day where they might not in the past. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's during games in the season is where you're not seeing very deep rotation. Right, I mean, right. you know, G-Day, I mean, you know, probably halfway through the second quarter, you're not going to probably recognize too many of those guys out there. I mean, uh, yeah, especially when, when they're trying to avoid injuries. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Um, you know, I think these guys, you know, you, you could see, uh, you know, guys, you know, gaining confidence, um, a Justin Robinson with his size um, and, you know, maybe the ability to go up and get and make catches, uh, you know, not the Pickens did, obviously, very raw. I mean, um, I asked Kirby the other day about the uh, the quarter JT, and he didn't really want to kind of into much about. I mean, basically said that they're all doing well, they're all getting reps. Um, you know, this is closed. Uh, you, you know, you're not you're not able to kind of uh, judge with your own eyes what you're seeing. That's what's that's what makes G Day so great. Not only us, but twenty thousand Georgia fans, and then those that want to dial it up on their what is it, SEC Network Plus uh, <laughs> app. Uh, you know, it'll be a chance to, to you know, to discuss. Hey, what are your thoughts on that, in fact? Is that a disadvantage to the rest of the league that Alabama gets, you know, big-time ESPN spotlight for their G-Day and here every other team in the SEC, you have to, I guess, be a striver of ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, I would be mad if I was Kirby Smart at that. Mm, I, I mean, sure, they'd, they'd rather have the ESPN window, but... But I'm one team, and I, mean, I get it. I get why they would pick Alabama yeah, I'm not exactly sure if this is a COVID thing. They don't want to send, uh, you know, a level of production. Um, you know, I'm not sure what is driving it. I mean, I, I guess what's driving it is probably, hey, I, I want to see this spring game live. I'm going to subscribe to ES Plus right. or SEC Network Plus. And-, and we're certainly not one to <laughs> knock, knock subscribing for content, but you're already paying in anyway. Are you talking about you can now subscribe to onlineathens.com for only $1 for the next six months? Man, what a segue. You're a pro. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, we could. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you were interested in all of Mark's content, and sometimes my content, Jeremy on the recruiting side, there is a spring flash sale, $1 for six months of content. Yeah, I got to tweet that out a little bit later today. Um, true. And also, um, would you like the, the listeners to give us a five-star review? Absolutely. On uh, the Bulldogs Extra Podcast. Any comments you'd like them to put in there? <laughs> Good ones, please. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I'm sure that's what's driving it. Um, you know, I got the ESPN Plus, but I don't. I don't really, you know, put it on too much. Uh, you know, I was a fan of watch ESPN because uh, you know you could just subscribe with your cable. Yeah, and uh, I would actually watch some Georgia baseball games. Well, no, I think you, I think I think there's a certain level. I think if you are a subscriber to ESPN, yeah, you do get you access get. to certain streaming things on ESPN three, I think it is, but yeah. not not the right, the. Okay. I don't know. By the way, I got some bad news to report. Hudson Swafford now tied for the lead yeah. with uh, Ian Poulter. And, uh, oh, Ian. Actually, you know who else is tied for the lead? Uh, Kevin Kisner. Oh, my God. There's a bunch. Of, there's like 10 guys now at one under. Oh, did Hudson drop a shot and yeah, he's back he, to one? Yeah, he looked like he bogeyed. Uh, I don't know what it is. Unacceptable. Yeah. 
All right, back to your uh, your podcast here. Um, Ryan, another big uh, news. Uh, do we need to take a break? Let me look at the old clock here. Uh, yeah, break or segment? One more segment? Yeah, go one more segment. Go for it. You might have heard big uh, addition to the Georgia football program uh, since we last podcast. And that would be Tyke Smith. Uh, he played safety at West Virginia. Actually played a, the spear position. Uh, in the Mountaineers defense, which is... Uh, is that star? It's akin to the, the star or the nickel, I guess. Um, and he uh, is a big addition to the Georgia secondary. He's a guy that was a third-team AP All-American, um, you know, big-time playmaker in terms of tackles and interceptions. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but, um, you know, you, you know who you lost. You lost a couple guys uh, at corner and, and Campbell and Stokes. You lost Richard LeCount. You lost Mark Webb. By the way, Mark Webb is a Philly guy, mm-hmm. as is Tyke Smith. Uh, Tyke Smith, uh, you know, talked to Webb, talked to DeAndre Swift a little bit uh, before he decided. Now, you know, the big attraction was Jamil Adai, mm-hmm. who was his position in Virginia. Um, so I would look for, uh, you know, Tyke Smith when he does roll in here in June uh, to gear up to play the star position, to, to play, uh, you know, safety. Um, he's about 5'11", 201 pounds or so. Um, and, and that's what they brought him in for is to, to give this defense, uh, a guy that's been around the block and, and played, you know, as a starter a couple of years in the big 12. Um, and he's a grad transfer, correct? Is that incorrect? Okay. Well, see, that's my next question then. Mm-hmm. Where does the NCAA stand on transfers now? I, I Great pickup for Georgia. It's going to, what's today's date? Uh, April 8th. Yeah, I believe uh, later this month that will be uh, – I mean, I've heard nothing to say that it's not going to move forward. So that's why you're really not kind of getting bogged down in, you know, he's not a grad transfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's played two seasons at West Virginia, but, you know. Well, that's where I'm going to I get. mean, even l- let's say, for, you know, that for some reason it didn't move forward, which, you know, there's no indication that's the case. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, everybody's getting a waiver anyway. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you're not going to need a waiver if this is the one-time transfer thing. <laughs> See, that's where the confu- and and basketball is being eaten up, and we might talk about that a little bit later. But it's uh, it's it's muddling what is uh, you know the the old rule of you must sit out a year. That's no longer a thing. And well, it's, uh, a, it's a thing as we speak now. But I but mean, is it? I mean, I, when's I mean the last person you could think of that had to sit out a year? That's what I'm saying. Uh, well, uh, the tight end, Jacob, not Jacob Easton. Yeah, Jacob. Yeah, Eason, Eason and, and the tight end Ford that went to Illinois they had to sit out. Well, it's weird. It's all right. right. Um, so anyway, you know, a big get member that Georgia brings in to this class, and uh, but you know, there's as you're seeing in basketball. I mean, football is going to have some movement. After the spring, and the cornerback in particular that Georgia thinks can upgrade. I mean, I don't know if, if Kirby's going to be looking for wide receivers uh, without Pickens. You know, uh, is there the next Lawrence Cager that came in from Miami? Um, yeah. You know, it's out there. I, I don't know. But, um, you know, Smith in particular is a guy that uh, area where they need some more experienced dudes. Uh, and and he'll fit that mold. Where did the Clemson guy land? At Auburn, the cornerback from from he, Clemson. He hadn't landed anywhere. Only, okay, only, I, only place I've seen him land was a police report <laughs> in, uh, in in South Carolina. There you go. Okay, I knew his name was somewhere. I, I, I haven't. Heard. Yeah. So I mean, you know, does Man. that rule him out? First, I don't know. I mean, they might vet it. I mean, and a lot of times, <laughs> Ryan, what are you, what are you laughing about? <laughs> a lot of times, what you see is, um, you know, and and from covering Georgia players that 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 might show up in the police blotter is. You know, you write a story based on the charges, and it's later the charges are dropped, and the guys, you know, in the in the clear. So, yeah. uh, and this was a gun charge. Um, you know, uh, there might have been some other something I can't remember, but um, 
in any event, uh, you know, it's a, yeah. it's, it's a transfer in Tyke Smith that uh, George is excited to have. Uh, Kirby will probably be asked about him on Saturday. Uh, the interesting thing uh, to me was that uh, the kid announced it. They clearly had uh, his uh, paperwork in. Uh, yeah. See, that was my first thought, too. You know, on signing day, it's always that, uh, you know, very – very, walking on an eggshell thing out too early until you get the paperwork, but I guess it's the same way with, with transfers as well. Ryan, did, did you have Sandy Lyle in your uh, fantasy golf master's pool? You know what? That guy was one under through two, I think. What is he at? About uh, eight over now? Six over, yeah. Yeah, he had a rough stretch uh, on uh, three, four, five, I believe, <laughs> where he went from one under to five over. All right. Um, let's, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about uh, – the transfer portal in another sport, and uh, we'll hit on some other stuff. Brought to you by Athens Banner Herald and onlineathens.com. Hey, welcome back. We're on the uh, Georgia baseball team is in Nashville. They're, they're playing a little series with Vanderbilt. They got uh, the number one and number two pick they're going to face. Uh, I don't know. Isn't there a kid from is there an Oklahoma, yeah, there's an Oklahoma, Oklahoma State pitcher maybe? I'm not sure, but... There's a shortstop in California, too, that, uh, high school kid, but... If I was a team, I'd take Rocker or Lighter number. Is that one. game? I got to watch that game tonight. I got to. I got to see. It. Is it? It's Kumar Rocker tonight. The Oconee County High School. North Oconee. Come on now. Don't make our listeners mad. I didn't. Here's what I said. The Oconee County <laughs> High School former product from that great county, <laughs> who uh, who started North Oconee. Son of Tracy Rocker, former Georgia, South Carolina, Auburn, Auburn. <laughs> uh, Tennessee, Tennessee Titan, yeah. Tennessee Vol, right? Tennessee Titans. Um, Tennessee Vols, mm-hmm. now Philadelphia Eagle assistant coach, former Washington Redskin, also now known as the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that. It's kind of like, you know, doesn't the MLS, MLS do that a lot? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, tw- uh, Kumar Rocker tonight, and then you got Jack Leiter, son of Al Leiter. Mm. These guys are both 7 0, I believe. Uh, they strike out a lot. Leiter had like 20, in, uh, 20 innings in a row or something without giving up a hit. Did he have two no-hitters in a row? I- well, no, but in that first no-hitter that he had, he uh, he walked the first guy. Maybe, maybe it's not 20. It's a lot. Walked the first guy and then retired 27 in a row. And then the second game, I think he did go a few innings deep. It's a lot. Yeah. He's, uh, he's good. Georgia has not won a series yet in the SEC, I believe. Um, seems like they, they win one of three every weekend. Mm-hmm. And are close on a couple. Will they win a game in Nashville? There's always game three. Will they score a run uh, off of Kumar or Leiter? Um, no, I, I I wouldn't put it. But I mean, that's not knocking Georgia. That's just how good Vanderbilt is uh, with with those two guys. I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't know if they'll get a run. You know, they'll have to win on day three, I think. But I think back to a couple years ago when Georgia was. Now they were much better than they were this year, and they would win a game like that, maybe two to one or one to nothing. But they also had a great pitcher. Is it, e- is it easier to try to bunt for a hit when you have these guys pitching? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you get in that gray area of baseball rules, right? When it, if it's later in the game, especially. Baseball rules? Screw that. I would just bunt. If you could bunt hit every time. Well, yeah, that, play, that may play be sm- strategy. Play small ball, scratch a, scratch a run or two across. Yeah, that sounds good. I don't know. It's anyway, going to be a challenge, though. Anyway, uh, are you feeling better about your Braves, by the way? Uh, a little bit after they took two off your Nationals yesterday. Now, now does Panda only <clears throat> pinch hit? Can he play every day? I'm wondering about that because, uh, you know, Austin Riley at third is a little bit of a, you know. I did not know that Pablo Sandoval would have, uh, you know, a 
Has he been on the team besides the Giants? Uh, yeah, Red Sox, right, for a little while. And then I think and then he, he came back to the Giants, maybe. Came back to the Giants at one point uh, and, you know, hadn't really been, a, you know, anybody for five, six years now. Uh, it kind of struggled. But in that pinch hitting role, man, he's uh, he's doing it for the Braves. All right, well. There's your Braves talk for the week. They are, uh, let's see, what are they, two and two four? Two and four. Two and four. All right, we'll see how that plays out. Hey, uh, Tumani Kamara, no longer a Georgia Bulldog. Well, That's a big one. I guess I guess officially he still might be because he's in the portal, but he's not coming back. <laughs> um, I mean, he could cheat, you know, back backstep it and come back here. But uh, this is the fourth Georgia player, fifth if you want to go back to Jaquan Walton, you know, really early in the season, like game one or two whenever he left. Um, Ryan, uh should Georgia fans, um, you know, go all in with the Atlanta Hawks and and just let let that be your team, or do you wait and see if Crean can rebound uh, with the transfer portal on the other end? Can he, you know, I'm, Georgia is evaluating and zooming with guys that are in the portal, and I haven't seen the number today, but it was like twelve hundred plus yesterday. Uh, there's a local kid that I know you wrote about, Fleming, Flanders Fleming, yeah. Uh, you know, and he apparently, from what I hear, is announcing on Sunday one of his five or six schools, but hadn't heard back from him. I don't, I don't know. You know, I thought maybe he'd let me know, but um, yeah, George is in the mix, and he would love to come home. And he's a really good player. You don't know for sure that they'll, they'll take him. No, not sure. I know they've been talking. Um, I think it'd be a smart move for Georgia to take him. But look, this is the nature of basketball right now, but. This is not a, this is not good for t- for Tom Crean because you know you want to build a program. Obviously, you knew Anthony Edwards was going to take the next step, but he was talking. You know, it seemed like five year plan all along. Well, that starts with that base core of Tumani Kamara and your Savir Wheeler, and those types of guys. You know, your core five or six guys sticking around, and then now only Savir it, it remains, and and Katie Johnson maybe. We, who knows? So. Yeah, that's that's a bad sign for for Tom Crean if he wants to try to get this thing rolling in year four next year and then by year five. Uh, and again, I know it's the nature of basketball. A lot of teams have been hit, and apparently that's the reason uh, Williams retired at North Carolina because he was not happy with the way that the nature of basketball, college basketball these days. But you got to make them want to stay, and it doesn't appear that Tom Crean is uh, making these kids want to want to stay in this program right now. Yeah, I mean, Tumani was asked some point February, March about, you know, kind of a, a look forward question. And, you know, I, I thought about it at the time when, it, when he gave the answer. I don't think I asked the question, but, uh, you know, he didn't, he didn't, his answer didn't, you know, scream, I'm all in, this yeah. is my team, and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So now I do know from speaking to him last summer, he had a girlfriend down in South Florida where his host family, he's from Belgium, but he went to high school uh, down in, in South Florida. Um, and she was at one of the colleges uh, down there. Now, I don't, you know, I mean, I don't know if that's the reason why, uh, you know, but, mm. you know, <laughs> you, you need to replenish your roster with, with, with guys that can, uh, you know. Well, it's not sustainable every year to think that you can bring in five or six transfers you know, uh, and and build a team like that. I mean, basically, you're just you're making a it's a free agency uh, type of deal every single year. I mean, it's sustainable, probably not. It's it's not ideal. Um, you know, it doesn't it doesn't 
something's off when when you're you know seeing roster churn like they have year after year after year now. Um, so you know that probably needs to that spigot needs to kind of be slowed down, mm-hmm. um, or else you know if if the winds don't increase, um, you know there's going to be evaluations made and. Um, you know, it it is a different deal. Uh, and you you saw teams in the final four, um, you know, that had a lot of transfers, I think it was Houston, probably Baylor, maybe. uh, Yeah. I mean, their, their kid from Savannah that played for Baylor was an Auburn, Auburn, uh, transfer. So from a former high high school teammate. So, and both of them were on the, uh, they were on like all state teams or second teams or something like that. I think I saw. So I didn't realize, uh, uh, LeCount was so good. I mean, you know, maybe in the back of my mind somewhere, I remember him being a good basketball player, but apparently he was uh, pretty decent. All right, one more thing, I guess, before uh, we got to get out of here. I got I to gotta get home and get on a, uh, a Zoom meeting. What, what, you know, I'm not, we didn't I'm, even know what Zoom was a year and a half ago. Yeah, and maybe hopefully we won't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, half, you know, about six months. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, on a, on a semi-serious side, I mean, we've only talked to these football players the last, uh, you know, for for more than a year now, um, in terms of officially talking to them through Georgia uh, on the Zoom, so mm-hmm. and uh, it's really hard to do the give and take. I mean, if you have a question and a guy gives you an answer and you want to follow up to kind of get a little bit more out of them, mm-hmm. you can't because they're moving on to the next person uh, in the interviews uh, because they have, these guys are uh, allotted a certain amount of time. Anyway, which uh, is why I think it might stick around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure on their end they, they wouldn't mind that. Uh, Georgia extended uh, Joni Taylor's contract three years. I think she's tied up now through 2026, maybe. Um, a very good season for Georgia basketball. Um, make it to the SEC tournament finals um, and, uh, you know, beat Texas A&M in that tournament. You beat Tennessee a couple times, but, uh, you know, they, they get out, bounced out in the second round. Uh, Ryan does not believe in uh, rewarding teams that don't make the Sweet 16. So, Ryan, go ahead and tell me, as you shake your head, why, no, why you would she, not have extended look, that contract. No, it's probably good to extend. She's a great ambassador for the school, a great ambassador, especially, you know, the uh, when you talk about uh, her and South Carolina's coach being the first two black head coaches in the SEC championship, I mean that's 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 great, and she is a great ambassador. But she doesn't have the program back to where it, where it should be. And uh, this year was a great year, but until they make it to the Sweet 16 or further, um, I won't say that Georgia women's basketball is where it needs to be. Ryan, I know you were talking about that, but I was just distracted by this column on the Masters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve uh, Polite, is that how you pronounce his name? Sure. Uh, out of NewJersey.com, NJ.com. He ate nothing but pimento cheese sandwiches for 24 hours. And, uh, Got sick. He says he didn't die. So, <laughs> I have, uh, speaking of that, I had to, since my master's pass got taken from me this year, I had to buy pimento cheese, so I'm going to make a pimento cheese sandwich. Are you, uh, see, my dad My dad despises pimento cheese. Are you a pimento cheese guy? Man, I don't despise it. I, uh, You're egg salad. Oh, I like the egg salad, but didn't they add a chicken salad this year? Uh, I don't know if it's chicken salad, but a chicken sandwich, I believe. No, no, I think they added a chicken salad, too. Okay. Well, that'd be good. Yeah. uh, You know, I actually like to watch uh, the Masters chairman's uh, press conference. uh, Now it's uh, Fred Ridley, Mm -hmm. who I was surprised to know I didn't know this. I I just assumed that the guy that's the Masters chairman, like, lives in Augusta and works there, like, all the time. He's still in Gainesville? I think he's in in somewhere in Florida. Is it Tampa, maybe? I don't know. I mean, he's a Florida guy. Yeah, 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 but... Like, I guess, I just thought the dude was like a cheat, you know, I mean, you had 
mm-hmm. the former Georgia, uh, Billy Payne. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Billy probably lived in Atlanta still because I, I think he probably, you know, dud, uh, dud, did and does. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. I just thought like the executive, you know, he runs the place and he shows up every day. Mm-hmm. You know, probably has, you know, <laughs> four day weekends. But come on. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I guess never considered. Anyway, he was asked about the food there and, and that kind of thing. So among, yeah. among, among other things. Yeah, I'm sure he's a fan. Yeah. Let's get out of here. All right, we are done. Uh, go watch Masters. Uh, it'll be on TV. Uh, you'll find it somewhere. Uh, and uh, as uh, one person likes to say, uh, you know, they, they like to say hello, friends. So we'll say we'll say goodbye, friends. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> That's Jim Nance. I'll see you at the Butler Cabin. Yeah. <laughs>